everybody. This is a this is a brief intro to well, technically last week's episode. Since we recorded it, CM Punk has been fired. Um, we I thought that it would be a mistake to release the episode without commenting on that. Um, so without further ado, I will just say that I'm happy he's gone. Um, he was a distraction. He was his ring work was not good enough to um, put up with the shenanigans that he was causing. Um, the fights, for the most part, weren't happening before he arrived. I mean, obviously there was a couple: Sammy Guevara, Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara, fucking Andrade as well. Um, but it's just sort of, it's repeated, it's ongoing, it's it's just what CM Punk's been doing. Um, he's He had positioned himself as a leader, and yet he wasn't showing any leadership in terms of how you handle any sort of argument or conflict. He was, his response was either to ban people, which doesn't help, or to fight them, which also doesn't help. Um, notice, you don't have Brian Danielson, you don't have um, William Regal at the time, who we also gotten, who whose face he also got into. Um, you don't have Claudio, you don't have John Moxley, and I'm saying this name on purpose, you don't have Kenny Omega being leaders and trying to fight people. You have these guys de-escalating, you have these guys walking away, you have these guys being fucking adults. Um, CM Punk is too old, and his ring work's not good enough to prioritize him over other people. You need to look towards the better health of your company and that's where i am thank you enjoy the podcast <laughs> what's going on everybody this is the work rate podcast this is our aew in review we've got a lot to review because we haven't been here in a while um, oh yeah yeah sorry we couldn't record the other week and then last week i was at a convention working again so it's been a couple weeks since we've been here maybe three weeks i guess to be exact but we are back mm -hmm. a lot has happened we've had oh yeah we've had all in which was for the most part an unmitigated success i loved it very i thought it was cool. a really good show very cool mm -hmm. we have cm punk again getting in a physical confrontation with uh a member of the roster we have the internet picking sides. We have multiple stories. CM Punk's once again suspended. Jack Perry, of all people, is suspended. I had no <laughs> idea that he had this in him. Um, <laughs> and then we have Dynamite, which was almost a throwaway Dynamite. Just... Oh, right. Sorry. And... The other major thing, more important than all this stuff, the passing of Bray Wyatt. 
happened yeah. while we were away. So rest in peace, Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, Wyndham and Terry Wakanda. Funk. Uh, oh, yeah, and Terry Funk. Yeah, man. So much has happened. So much has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Bray Wyatt thing is very sad. Um, mm-hmm. He passed due to a heart attack where his uh, where he got COVID and that exacerbated his heart condition, which I've been telling people COVID is a is a vascular disease. They've been saying mm-hmm. that. That's why young people were dying of heart attacks. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> like even if even if you don't have symptoms, it affects your heart. It does. It's proven. It's a vascular disease. Mm-hmm. You're risking your heart health. Um, not saying that he wasn't vaccinated or whatever. But just if you get it, that's the risk. Is that it can Yeah. If you're if you're under forty, you're in that you're in that range of people that were mm-hmm. having heart attacks and he was 36. He's right in that yeah. range. Um, yeah. Very sad. How, much, how much stuff can happen to that family? Yeah. To that extended family, that core mm-hmm. group of people. It's crazy. And um, it seems like COVID spiking again here in the States. I don't know if it is. Up it in is Canada, over here but... as well. It's schools mm-hmm. coming back, right? Yeah. The school's back. Or at least yeah, in, yeah, in the states, it's, it's not mm-hmm. back. It's not back here yet. Uh, the kids here go back in September, so they're just mm-hmm. about there. Um, yeah, we have one more long weekend, and then all the kids go back, and then we're all going to get COVID again because mm-hmm. kids don't wash their hands and they cough like this. Yeah, <laughs> 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 just walk around with their tongue exactly. Mm-hmm. Their tongue yeah, they'll just look right at you and cough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little little monsters they are. I got bit by a chihuahua today. Oh, man. <laughs> those, those, little, li- those little guys are mean. <laughs> speaking of little monsters, he is a fucking nut. I'm taking care of our mm-hmm. next-door neighbor's dog, and that motherfucker just lunges at your hand if you go near him. I'm supposed <laughs> to walk this motherfucker. How am I supposed to get a leash on him? Yeah. Goddamn. Anyways, we did get one on, but those two people, like little treat decoys slip leash mm-hmm. which i fucking basically lassoed him with it was like <laughs> got yeah. chin your inner cowboy <laughs> slipped it and then tightened it up and took this little chihuahua around the block so he could do his business good thing about little dogs like that is you don't have to walk them too far because they got such little legs no so no don't. and he he does it other thing is he's kind of a basket case like he's a mm-hmm. he's a rescue he's been through some shit so Mm-hmm. That's why he is the way he is, but he only likes going around the park right behind the house, and it's very mm-hmm. small. It's basically, yeah, it's a little parkette. He likes yeah. walking around the the outer edge of that, and then goes right back in. So it's like, okay, yeah, he'll bite me again after this podcast. <laughs> My dog is half Chihuahua, so I understand. He's a he's a vicious little fucker. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, anyways, uh, so wild shit. So let's talk a little bit about All In, I guess. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't watch the pre-show because I, oh yeah, I was working the con, so I couldn't watch it live. Um, mm-hmm. What was it like? I didn't realize that. It was awesome. I didn't realize the pre-show was two hours, though. I only caught the last hour of it. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was two hours, but yeah, they did I, a lot I missed. Of stuff. There was like, Contract signings, 
in it. Yeah. The, Jeff Jarrett got hit with a guitar from Grado, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I missed all of that. I missed those. I missed. I saw the ROH tag title match, which was a lot of fun. A lot shorter than I thought it was going to be, but it was on the pre-show. So well, I mean, consider this two hours. They probably could have given them a little more time, but I guess because they're going mm-hmm. almost an hour later in the show, it's uh, yeah, it's good to just let them have a little short one. Get the kangaroo kick in there, which was a mm-hmm. pop. I love the yeah. way MJF builds up to the kangaroo kick. Mm-hmm. And there's actually yeah, a, there's a, they have a. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was about to say there's a kangaroo kick shirt now. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, the, yeah. There's actually some backstory there. Um, the wrestler to have who invented the drop kick. It was sort of like a shotgun drop kick like that. It wasn't uh, mm-hmm. on the side. And it was invented by a Jewish wrestler. I believe it, he was the Hebrew Hammer or something like that. Or the Hebrew Hercules. Okay. Something along those lines. But um, mm-hmm. MJF knows this. So yeah. this was a, that's cool. I didn't a know callback, that. that's really a throwback awesome. to him. Whether or not mm-hmm. that's why, but they just, like the article where I can't remember where I saw this. But uh, they they said that MJF is a student of sport and of the craft, and he would know this. He's the type of guy who would yeah. know this. And, uh, yeah. That's really cool. Really cool stuff. Um, heard it was a good match. Um, I love that they won. It I, was I texted you. I asked, like, yeah. did they win? Because I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if maybe that's where the turn would happen to turn it into a blood feud. Um, newsflash the turn didn't happen which is awesome yeah. i think friendship won the day <laughs> i think that's right that's the one thing that AEW does most of their stories or their best stories they're not really built around like they have like they do have blood feuds but then they have uh feuds and storylines it's just built around friendships and people having mm-hmm. hurt feelings within these friendships and yeah. it's like degrassi melodrama yeah, <laughs> I love it. I always talk about uh, AEW does a lot of storylines too, like dealing with like toxic masculinity and stuff. And you it don't is, see that yeah, a lot in wrestling, cool. which I think is really cool. Yeah, yeah. The, the elite does lots of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They've always done this throughout uh, throughout everything. The, the Golden Lover storyline, um, mm-hmm. in my opinion, the greatest storyline in all of wrestling. For me, that is mm-hmm. the greatest storyline. It spanned years. It spanned multiple companies. Um, yeah, that is. It was so subtle. It was always. It was all in the background, kind of. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, this shit's this shit's my favorite. Um, even though it's it's kind of ham fisted sometimes, that's fine. You gotta that's lay fine. it on thick. Got you need the people in the back to to see it as yeah. well. And it's pro wrestling, so a lot of times it's not very subtle. So yeah. <laughs> Of course. Um, yeah, so the first match we had on this show was CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. A good match. Little did I know that before this match, CM Punk had uh, had choked out Jungle Boy in the back. Yeah. Like, yeah, like right before he walked out. What the fuck? <laughs> um, apparently this match was very, very close to not happening. To the point where Dang. they... They were running around switching out Pyro. They originally asked the the Bucks and FTR if they could go on, and they said they weren't ready because obviously they're supposed to go on much later <laughs> on in the show. 
Um, then like, yeah. okay, uh, Kenny or six man with Kenny and, and Coda. Um, can you guys go on? And they said, I mean, if we have to, yeah, we can do it. But um, Samoa Joe was like, he was very adamant. He's like, no, I'm fucking wrestling at Wembley. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So they went out yeah. there. They had a banger of a match. Um, it had one of the coolest announce table spots I've seen in a long time where Samojo swung Punk through the bottom of the announce table. That was so rad. Yeah, who was it that said, like, <laughs> I thought that was a, a, one of our monitors that hit me in the leg. It was Punk's head. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, Nigel said that. <laughs> yeah, Nigel's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, like it looked like WrestleMania out there, which was awesome. It did. All the... Did. the the fucking drone shots of the fireworks at the top of Wembley is amazing because the fucking yeah, top, of that's these, my... top of these soccer stadiums are so fucking cool. Yeah, that was my wife's absolute favorite part of the entire show. Every time they would cut to the fireworks going on the arch, she would lose her mind. <laughs> it's so cool. It's really fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> it got me every single yeah. time. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, Punk wins, but he's busted wide open in this. I mean, it is weird that this motherfucker continues to do Hulk Hogan's thing. I don't know what he's doing. What do you do? Yeah. Well, Hulk he did Hogan pantomime because he started out doing the five knuckle shuffle too. Like he did the Cena's like spin out power bomb, and then he went to do the you can't see me. But then he did the Hulk Hogan. I think he's trying to say that he's divisive, like Hulk Hogan and Cena are, but that they're like divisive for. Very different reasons. Like Cena's was off in kayfabe, yes. And Hulk Hogan's is because he's a racist piece of shit. <laughs> I just I don't get and it. And Cena Punk's is just yeah, out there doing the he's leg just calling drop attention and to shit. It. And like what? Yeah. I, like I I see what you're doing. You're doing Hulk Hogan, but why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he wasn't a good know. wrestler when we look back at it from today's standards. He was quite poor. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. They captured uh, a gimmick with him mm-hmm. that worked. They captured a persona with him that worked. Little kid me loved that motherfucker, but not anymore. Oh, yeah. No one gives a shit about him now. Like, what are you? What are we doing yeah. here? I don't know. He's been on like a. Have you seen all the podcasts and stuff he was on recently? Just like I saw, I didn't watch lying. any of the podcasts he was on. Lying yeah, I just like saw he's people LeBron like LeBron James, Hulk Hogan, making and LeBron a James. It's the only thing they have. Lying video, Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was uh, Brock Lesnar's first match back in 2012 after the UFC. And Hulk Hogan wasn't even the WWE then. He was in TNA. So... <laughs> yeah, he... So he just blatantly lies about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one thing. He said that he had a match at a certain place. The motherfucker wasn't even in the country. Yeah. <laughs> Let's... Uh, yeah, he's uh, saying like that kid died as in his, died in his arms and shit, all kinds, mm-hmm. all kinds of wild <laughs> shit. But it's documented that you're wrong, sir. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think he cares. <laughs> this is basically his gimmick now. It's always been his gimmick. Take your mm. vitamins. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. And so. then, uh, so what was? I can't remember what was the next match after Punk and Joe. Was well, it? Well, I think we got to talk about it? this fight now. Oh yeah, we got to talk about. We got to talk about this fight. I don't know all the details because I'm so tired of hearing about CM Punk fighting people. Oh, in the I back know, that but I I, I, I've been reading it. up on it. I've been reading up on it. So there's 
there's two sides to this. There's one side, and this was the first story that came out, which to me says, like, okay, this is punks people saying this. Um, said that, yeah, there's, uh, uh, I forget the name of the podcast, but there's one podcast that always leaks stuff about punk, and he's friends with those guys, so you know it's just seeing punk saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, there was, uh, so, uh, so Jack Perry had a match, and in this mm-hmm. match, he did a spot where he he did a what was it? He did a senton onto the onto a windshield. And, yeah, uh, of a limo. I I missed most of this match because I was getting food, but he did something to hook on the window and then went right to the camera and said, "It's real, real, real glass, Crimea River." Yeah, real glass, Crimea is... River, bitch, or something like that. And then mm-hmm. and then Hook grabbed him and did a suplex onto it, and then ended up beating. Mm-hmm. Him getting his ftw title back so so punk the story from punk's side is that uh and sorry i should go into the backstory as well i guess uh a few weeks ago jack perry had wanted to do a real glass spot on collision and he got it okayed by everybody whose job it is to okay these spots which is the coaches which is the people above the coaches. Really, everybody who, you know, remember when we had that checklist of all the things that you have to run by people? <laughs> he went through that process and got it okayed. He shows up, Punk says, no, nah, we don't do that on collision. Which is, first of all, fuck you, because now you're putting down dynamite. But anyways, this isn't your job. <laughs> you're not a EVP. You're not a coach. You're not the boss. You're not any of these things. You're just mm-hmm. a wrestler, a very well-paid wrestler who likes to tell people what to do. Anyway, so he told them we don't do that. And I guess they got in an argument. And anyways, I, and then he leaked that argument and said that uh, Jack Perry just wanted to do it so he could get a week off of work or something like that. I don't know. Stupid. Why would, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, he, people, fucking Jericho did a real glass spot. Mm-hmm. Like they did glass spots already. They did the light tubes. They did the glass. They've done it. People do it in wrestling all the time. It's not the end of yeah. the world. If it's cleared, then he can do it. Is it stupid? Maybe, but it wouldn't be the first time someone did real glass, anyways. Um, yeah. So I guess he said to the camera, um, "Real glass, Crimea Ripper, bitch," and then punk. Uh, punk side said that he walked into the back. Punk was in gorilla getting ready to go out and he bumped him. And after mm-hmm. he bumped him, Punk said like, do we have an issue? And shoved him. And then it said they said that Jack Perry charged him or went at him and then Punk choked him out. But yeah. since then, there has been reports that uh, Jack Perry walked past there um, may or may not have bumped him. I don't know who, if that ever happened, but they said that Punk confronted him, like walked up and said, uh, do we have a problem? Shoved him and then choked him mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and knocked over monitors onto fucking T- Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. And apparently... He might have had a shouting match with Tony Khan um, in the back. 
apparently Punk's saying that uh, I fucking hate this place and he wants to leave, and I'm saying, good, go myself. Please, yeah. this is too yeah. much. How many times are we going to do this? Because, and I told you this before when we were talking about this, no other leader in quotations, no other locker room leader in this company is getting into these fights. None of them. Mm-hmm. Jericho does not get into these fights. John Moxley does not get into these fights. Brian Danielson, Kenny did. But that's because he walked into Punk's room and got fucking attacked and bit by his little pit bull yeah. of a friend. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, the elite walked into his room and fucking Punk started throwing hands. It sounds like this mm-hmm. is what happened After again. Punk said, if you have a problem, come talk to me. Yeah, so they so went to go talk to him and then he and started he fighting. Hands. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Two different people are saying that, uh, or two different camps are saying that Jack Perry started it. Other people are saying Punk started it. For me, no matter what Jack Perry says, you do not get physical. I don't care what he mm-hmm. fucking says. Especially because it's Punk. How many times have we seen Punk go after the Elite on live TV? N- knowing mm-hmm. full well that the Elite couldn't do anything. Knowing that yeah. they, w- number one, weren't allowed in the building. Number two, weren't in the building. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or, sorry. Number one, aren't in the building. Number two, Punk's banned them from being there in the first yeah. place. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing we missed too, Punk kicking people out of collision. <laughs> yeah, man, this guy's a fucking nut job. Get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I don't care. He's not good enough for this. His matches yeah. aren't that great. He's not, and he's not drawn like he did when he first came back, so it's kind of like, what's the point of keeping him around? The positives, the negatives are outweighing the positives. Because Mm -hmm. two times now, two incredible pay-per-views have been, at least the the talking points afterwards, have been derailed by this fucking aged, crusty old wrestler who is probably in the bottom quarter of the workers in terms of his work in the company. Like, he just ain't worth it. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he he's an attention grabber, like he gets he gets eyes on the company, he gets attention, but like fucking Ricky Starks will get there eventually. He'll just give it to Ricky, and that's what's happened. Is now Punk suspended, so that means all out, which is happening in like two days because Tony Khan doesn't know how to fucking schedule. Um, <laughs> so now Ricky Starks no longer in the main event of that. Ricky Starks doesn't have a match. That- because Punk got his ass suspended. I think that's what makes again. me the. I think that's what makes me the most mad is Ricky Starks had nothing to do with it. I don't even think he was in London, and he, now he's suffering the consequences of it. Yeah, and that fucking pay per view now looks mid as fuck. It, yeah, I know it'll be good. Like I don't want it. But will it, yeah, it, it will be good. It doesn't feel like a pay per view. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel like a pay per view. They're just throwing matches on there with no build. And I know mm-hmm. feeling, oh, they get, there'll be great matches. Well, yeah, I know, but indie shows are great matches. Mm-hmm. I've been to indie shows or like dark, dark shows, house shows. They have great matches. I, I know they'll be good, but there's no reason why any of these matches are happening. Like we got Shane yeah. Taylor challenging Samoa Joe in a fucking pre-tape. Motherfucker, give Shane at least give Shane Taylor a match. Or like have them run yeah. out and like 
run run in on a Samoa Joe match on TV or something. Like, yeah, because people have never seen that... Shane Taylor. They don't even know who the fuck yeah. he is, man. I know who he is because yeah, that's all been exclusively on Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's like you can't. Man, we've never seen on Dynamite is challenging Samoa Joe on a pay per view. If this was Dynamite, okay, that's one thing. This is the fucking mm-hmm. fifty. This is the first pay per view. I'm not going to pay for it. No, thank you. Yeah, I can't afford it <laughs> after buying all in. And... Yeah, man, yeah. I just bought Baldur's Gate three mm-hmm. to play it seven days early. Yeah, I got <laughs> Disney in a couple weeks. Part. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 sorry, man. I just, I can't, I don't know why they did this. I, I can only assume. And then they announced a, they announced another pay-per-view in October, didn't they? Yeah, they, it's, uh, w- which is fine. I'm okay with m- monthly <laughs> pay-per-views. I have no problem with that. Um, but no, I believe <laughs> it is, um, it's Arthur Ashe again. Yeah. The uh, Grand Slam. Is what they announced. And no, Grand Slam is just a dynamite again. This, this next pay per view is another cross promotion with New Japan. It's like an oh, Inoki right, tribute right, show. Right, right. They announced both of them. That uh, that yeah, 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 Grand Slam is coming. I think September. I thought end of September maybe. Yeah, very into September. And then to me, I can consider that a pay per view. To be honest, and then yeah. they have um, yeah, this uh, something dream. I can't remember. Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Wrestle Dream, yeah. Which is uh, honoring Antonio Inoki. Um, they want to have... Um, they're hoping to have Sasha Banks there. Sasha Banks was in the crowd. Or uh, Mercedes uh-huh. Monet was in the crowd. Which is interesting. I'm wearing my Mercedes Monet t-shirt. Right oh now. shit, I can't see that. <laughs> my face is covering it. Um, cool. It just says Mercedes on it. Cool, cool, cool. Um yeah, so she was in the crowd. Yeah, she was in the crowd. That was cool. And acknowledging the camera. So I don't know what her contract situation is like with New Japan, but that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, we know that they've wanted to work with her. Yeah, I mean. And Tony wouldn't be Tony yeah. wouldn't be putting her on the screen if he didn't think that she was coming back very, very soon. And I guess in an interview, and I think he said. They said that, she was sitting. I think they said she was sitting in like the family's press box, like where all the family members were and stuff mm-hmm. at Wembley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so cool, cool, cool. I, who knows who she's affiliated with right now? She could be signed to mm-hmm. AEW and we have no idea. Um, yeah. Tony could be. I know she's still walking around with a, a boot on, so her foot's still messed up, but. But also, people have walked down with boots on before for kayfabe, so you never know. That's true. Very true. John Moxley traveled the world with a fucking eye patch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, next match was what? I can't. Remember. I think it was the trios of. Yes. Golden Good Elite ma- and BCC and Takeshita, which that that's probably my favorite match on the show. I love that match. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. Um, I was happy to see that Kota Bushi was closer to form, not quite at form, yeah, yeah. but closer to form. Um, yeah, he, his, he didn't his, look as uh, swollen as he did. Yeah, no. First he, time he his, his body looked a lot better. Like he looked a lot more cut. Mm-hmm. Um, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, in that, in that he time. moved around the ring a lot better too, which is he good. did. 
<laughs> his timing was still a little bit off, but he was a lot faster, and he seemed a lot more <laughs> sure of himself than yeah. he did the first time. And part of that can be he's more familiar with the people he's facing. He's wrestled Jay White in the Tokyo Dome. He knows Kenny Omega like the back of his hand. He would have <laughs> probably wrestled Takeshita before. Um, oh, wait, no. I think he said he hadn't wrestled Takeshita before, which is interesting because they were both in DDT. I think Kenny has the only person out of them who has. Yeah, because Kenny was still in DDT when Takeshita first joined. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was cool. I sort of wonder what they're doing with Ibushi, if they're going to do anything further. I'd kind of like to get him fully in because it's just sort of like the odd man and the six man or in these multi-man matches. We have a good match. You can't really have a bad match with uh, with this group of people. And with the uh, yeah. Bullet Club Gold, they are fucking killing it. They're the best wrestlers in AEW right now. They're incredible. They're so All good. of their matches I love everything they do. It's amazing. Their promos yeah, They got a fucking cardboard amazing. cutout of Jay White over. <laughs> they have. They have. When... <sighs> What was it? I can't remember what it was. Did uh, I think Juice went to slap uh, the cardboard cutout of Jay White one time on the chest and it folded him in half and he just screamed. He's like, oh, God, no, yeah. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, this match. Carblade Jay Whiteboard, I think is what they call it. Yeah, this this match was awesome. And it was a vehicle to get Takeshita and Kenny at all at all at all out, which is now mm-hmm. not gonna be the main event, but it's my main event. Um Oh yeah. It's too bad I won't be watching it live, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll find a way to watch yeah. it live. I'm just not spending money on this card unless something drastic happens. Because um, mm-hmm. it's just not fifty dollars is a lot. And it to yeah. me it honestly kind of just looks like a dynamite card. Which is not to say it's bad. Yeah. And sometimes when these cards have looked like this, it ends up being a really good show anyways. And I'm mm-hmm. sure on the night, it'll be fantastic. It's just... Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just saw a pay-per-view. Why do I... I this has to have been... They had, like... They had Chicago already signed up for this. They didn't want to go back on their agreement. With the stadium. Yeah, that's my guess. And then they're like, you can have Wembley on this date. And Tony was like, well, we have to do Wembley. Mm -hmm. Like, it had to have come together after the fact. And they're like, well, this is the only way we can do it. Otherwise, you just fucking punt all out to the next month. (laughs) Yeah, but now they announced that they're doing the same thing next year. So (laughs) we'll see what happens next year. Wait, with the two shows? Yeah. No. Well, they've at least announced Wembley next year at the same time, same weekend. Okay. Yeah, no, put All Out on a different day. I know they often like to do All Out mm-hmm. on like the same day every year, but just, no, don't do that. It's really stupid. They're going to find out. They're going to find out when people yeah, this, don't this, buy it. This might be their first sub-100,000 pay-per-view buy show, so we'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, the fucking... Two guys with the fucking podcast ain't watching it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- this is my rampage of pay-per-views. 
Yeah. Like, I want to watch it. I just don't have the money. I can't. My wife will kill me if I buy two pay-per-views in a row. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I ain't doing it. I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Um, yeah, so this was good. And then we had, I'm just, uh, fucking, what what was the next match? I I think it was, it was FTR versus the Bucks. Because I remember it being really front-loaded. I was like, well, they're putting all these matches on at the beginning. Yeah, and I was like, what what the fuck are they going to put at the end? Yeah, this match was good, but I don't know. I don't know if I was really tired, if I was uh, distracted by the punk shit. But yeah, I didn't really follow this one. I didn't. I I like this match a lot. It's not my favorite. It wasn't. I I have to say it wasn't as good as their previous ones because it didn't capture my attention. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not my favorite of their other two. It's probably my least favorite of the other two, but it was a good match. Yeah, it's fine. It was good. Solid. Um, here's mm-hmm. the thing. So much of what generally what I was looking forward to was on the f- front end of the show. And my yeah. my mind wasn't captured until the second half. The matches mm-hmm. in the second half were what really got me. Um, mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Because it, did, I, did we just go through the f- first half of the show now? Or, I think so, because what was after this match? Was the uh, Stadium Stampede after this? Stadium Stampede was very good. I loved that. That was so much fun. Stadium, it was so crazy. Yeah, Stadium Stampede was a lot of fun. Um, just, just a weird, bonkers match. We had fucking Eddie Kingston fighting and bleeding in the Royal Box. Or in the, yeah. royal, seat, <laughs> the royal Seats, which I guess is where they put the fucking Royals. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be cool if the Royals were there. Fuck but... <laughs> the monarchy. Bleed on their seats. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was fun. We had we had unhinged uh, uh, Eddie Kingston in this. We had fucking Santana Ortiz are back, and that was Mike Santana. Um, they look amazing. Um, Mike I, I Santana is, is jacked. That dude's been working. He's a, he's a big boy. <laughs> He mm-hmm. he looks uh, he looks thicker. Like he's mm-hmm. got he's got a little uh, he's got a little extra pounds on him too, but it looks good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Then um, who else do we have in this match? We had Cesaro or Cesaro fucking Claudio doing his thing. We had uh, fucking Moxley with the fucking with the fucking fork going to town fork. on Mox did a skewer spot. Pinta and Mox did the skewer spot oh in front God. of 80,000 people, which is hilarious. When he did that? Yeah. <laughs> like, he and couldn't even believe it. Somebody memed it saying, don't touch my spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> we had um, Pinta get hurt in the middle of the match and then come back later as Dark Pinta or Red Pinta. Yes. Which was awesome. Yes, which I love. It was silly. We had Moxley had the fork out. He was skewering fucking... Orange Cassidy with it, with, with it which was destroyed awesome. destroyed Orange Cassidy with it. Yeah, he did. Orange Cassidy he doing Trent the, badly. Um, yeah. Orange Cassidy did the, the blood sport thing where you bust a glass on your duct tape love. So you can punch people with broken glass. Amazing. Fucking so mm-hmm. cool. There was an awful waffle in this match, which is my, I think it's my favorite finisher in all of wrestling. I love the awful waffle. It's awful such a good waffle move. is incredible <laughs> yeah. looking. It looks so brutal. I don't know why it looks so brutal. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just an inverted pile driver. 
Or no, it's really yeah. it's really I just think it's, a pile driver that just that's the momentum. It's just a pile driver, but he, yeah, he just like picks you up from when you're standing. I, yeah, I was gonna say I think it might be like how quick he can do it is what makes it look so brutal. Yeah, something about it is just uh, it's just the coolest looking fucking pile driver finish in the game, mm-hmm. and it belongs to Chucky e. T. And I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they got uh, great. Sue showed up. She hit people did. with crumpets. <laughs> uh, fucking baking sheets everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone Just a wild getting... brawl. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, good times. And uh, I like that it wasn't like weird chaos in the back. It was just they were fighting out into the crowd, into mm-hmm. the seats, into the backstage area. Good stuff. That's what I wanted. And they did it. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was awesome. Um, but we saw the faces win, which was. Yeah unexpected i thought although the faces often win these matches but just yeah to see best friends pick up the win over bcc surprise Mm -hmm. but a pleasant one because one thing i did like about this match at the very beginning the first four guys to start out in the ring were best friends and santana and ortiz a callback to their awesome feud from a couple years ago yeah which is really cool the original parking lot brawl Mm-hmm. That was Which just... is still one of my favorite AEW matches. That first parking lot brawl. I mean, the second one was great too, but the first one was something special. Oh yeah, it was. That was nuts. That was mm-hmm. nuts. That match was, was very good, very very good. Especially happening in the pandemic mm-hmm. era, is like having yeah. something like that was just special. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next we will go women's match. I think that was next. I'm trying to remember the order of the card. It was the women's match. Because, yeah, they, they're like, we got to clear out the ring. And then they did the whole women's match package. Yeah, I ain't going to uh, lie. This match was fucking awesome. I love this match. I wish it would have got a little bit more time. I think it, if they did it as everything they could in the amount of time they had. I loved uh, Tony Storm's entrance. Her new character is fantastic. It's amazing. Of, like, the, the, the old Hollywood starlet. Weird, though. What was the music? I weird. I don't know I don't know what her music was yeah, but it was like but I liked because they had that it was licensed they had stuff. that cool tunnel of her with like all the different poses that she did like old timey photos it was yeah awesome. no it was amazing it was amazing the her whole presentation was fantastic the music was mm-hmm. some it was like a cover of some licensed music and I was like that yeah. doesn't fit but anyways yeah moving on um, and then Soraya came out to with Queens, we will rock you with her whole family, which is a cool moment for her. Glad she got to do something like that. Yeah, no, that was nice. Um, really good. And we knew she was winning. Let's be real. In, in the UK, yeah, she, yeah. she's absolutely winning and it's fine. This was her, the best match she's had by a long oh, yeah. shot. She was yeah. good in this match. She was good. She's been steadily getting better. You just, you had to give her time and, how you give her time is to put her in all these multi-man matches leading into this. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Hopefully the rest of it will, will be there when she starts having singles matches. Cause they're coming. Um, I know yeah. she was supposed to be on dynamite last night, but th- there's some travel issues because of the hurricane. Yes. No. Yeah. A bunch of people got so. stuck. Some people also mm-hmm. were going to Bray Wyatt's services Tony said that uh, yeah. you can anyone who wants to skip Dynamite to go to Bray Wyatt's services can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there was a bunch of fill-ins last night having matches. 
and doing yeah. segments. Um, mm-hmm. My back to the four way. My favorite part of the four way is definitely when Tony Storm hit uh, Soraya's mom. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> on accident, her. and mm-hmm. the look, sir, the look on Soraya's face when that happened, fucking mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, yeah, this match was yeah. just clean. This was a clean match. Everyone, the timing was on point. The moves were on point. It was just a really well-orchestrated mm-hmm. multi-man match. Um, I really liked yeah. it. I was thoroughly entertained. The crowd the, was The ending was, was cool. It was good to just see a crowd popping for a women's match like this. Oh, yeah. Um, and some of that is obviously the UK bias for Soraya or for Soraya, but whatever, if that's what you got to do to get a mm-hmm. fucking cheer for the women in this yeah. company, I'll fucking take the, it. The Indian was really cool too, with Brit trying to get the lockjaw on and she fighting it off. And while that's going on, they're not paying attention. Uh, Soraya gets Paige with her finisher and a spray paint to the face and then yes. gets the win. I, I like that finish. No, it was really good. Really good. And she, mm-hmm. she did it on, uh, she did it on her former partner, or yeah. she for, I guess she's a former partner now, but good shit, good shit, good well, shit. Well, they're, they're all three teaming up on Collision this weekend, so we'll see how that goes. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Um, so who, who do we have? Oh, yes, the uh, Coffin match. Yeah. This was this fun. Was match was, yeah, this was a lot of fun, too. This is really good. We had It was Christian and Swerve. Weird team. Never thought I'd mm-hmm. see that. Versus Sting and Darby Allen. Darby. Again, almost weird to see Sting insert himself in this feud, but whatever. He's he's always in it on the pay-per-views. Yeah, he yeah. just like, taps, the, uh, taps the young teenager on the shoulder like, take a break, kid. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is my spot. Um, I yeah. don't care. that We got that, Joker that Sting, though, which is awesome. Yes, Joker Sting's amazing. Their intro was amazing, looking like Jack yeah. the Ripper. Um, yeah, that was really cool. I wanted him to wrestle in that makeup. He didn't, though. Um, yeah, I was kind of hoping they'd walk out and he'd be dressed like that. But yeah, the no, the match was cool. Um, it's it's really cool that Steen got to wrestle in front of this many people before he retires. Yes, that is true. Um, got to wrestle in front of more people than that WrestleMania that he wrestled in, mm-hmm. where Michael Cole yeah. had that fucking oh, this is what it feels like sting <laughs> i saw a lot of people doing that but they they superimposed that line over him coming out at wembley like this is what it feels like sting but is at wembley which is funny <laughs> um yeah so no good match someone had a really funny line about uh about christian i can't remember what it was something about dads and being buried shit i can't remember oh he he cut that hellacious pro on nick wayne the wednesday before all out <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love someone and nick said, wayne's mom was in the crowd too someone said that uh his next pay-per-view match has to be at an orphanage mm-hmm. for sure ah <laughs> uh, but yeah no this, this 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 match is great this match is good it was fun um i loved it uh, fucking Darby and Swerve are bumping their asses off for the two older vets. It was pretty yes. it was good. Swerve looked 
you can you seeing Swerve there in front of that crowd, you're like, okay, he's got to have a world championship down the line because oh, for com- sure his command of that crowd, mm-hmm. having the whole crowd shout Swerve's house was mm-hmm. on real. That was like did the you loudest see the crowd? Was did you see his uh, all night? People were posting that on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck they call it now, uh, of the the crowd chanting Swerve's house, and then somebody, some dickhead, commented. It was probably piped in, and then Swerve commented back, "Your mom's gonna be piped in later or something." (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) ratio. Yeah, I know. I was like, "Damn, cooked his ass." Absolutely, God, holy moly. <laughs> Don't fuck with Swerve. He's yeah. too quick. He's too smart. He'll kill you. A man's a yeah. wordsmith. Think... Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he's up. He's he's also a full time rapper. So yeah, it's like uh, he can't. You... <laughs> don't 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 do that to yourself. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> he will cook you. He'll yeah. roast you on a spit. Um, I think the gnarliest bump of this match though was when Nick Wayne got choke slammed on a skateboard because the skateboard didn't break. Like broke that. I think man he landed right half. on the. Yeah, I think he landed right on the trucks, so the skateboard didn't break. It's like ow. <laughs> Ooh, skateboards aren't meant to aren't meant aren't meant for that. No, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good shit. Loved it. Loved the ending. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Great all around. No complaints. Yeah. Oh yeah. Loved okay. It. Main event time. No, we still got Jericho and Osprey. Man, we're going to be doing this podcast for an incredible amount of time. Uh, we can speed it up. Jericho and Osprey. Jericho had a concert, and I just wanted to say on his Instagram, he posted, "Screw it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it." And he posted like the biggest bands to ever play at Wembley in their crowd, and so he put Fozzy at the top with eighty thousand <laughs> people. Fucking hell, that's so funny. That's great. I love Jericho. <laughs> I gotta be honest, that shit that I talked about Jericho earlier heading into this match, saying that uh, Osprey would have to go down to Jericho's level, Jericho came up to his level. Yeah, I'm this not match gonna was lie, this match was fantastic. Good. This yeah. match was really, I, really good. And when it I happened, was, I was like, "This is the best match on the card." Wow. Yeah. I, before it happened, the week that Wednesday before, excuse me, going into it, I was like, "This is probably my least excited match." And then their promo on Dynamite, I was like, holy shit, that promo was amazing. They sold me. I'm excited for this match now. And then it ended up being one of my favorite matches on the show. They did an Jericho excellent job. Jericho doing the Hurricane Rana counter out of the powerbomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was unreal. I did not mm-hmm. know Jericho had that in him into the fucking like, roll-up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious. No, this match was this match was legit. This was yeah. This is a great match. I cannot lie. Um, I love and, that uh, Jericho can get busted open on chops now on his chest because anytime he goes into chop exchange, his chest is always bleeding now. <laughs> I know it's. I he must be telling people like to to lay it in because he loves that shit. Yeah, because he's a heavy handed <laughs> dude. He hits hard. Yeah, um, Taz always tells you. Jericho hit. I never knew that about Jericho, and mm-hmm. part of that could be just in WWE for the longest time they weren't doing that shit. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, he he's a he's a fucking he's a slugger, man. And he's one mm-hmm. of the he's one of the story guys that like he'll fight you in the locker room too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a this. It's just, he he earned a lot of respect from me in this one because this match was awesome. Yeah. He put over Will Ospreay, which is good because Will Ospreay is coming to the company. He is. Oh yeah, he's he, coming. He announced, "I have six months left on my New Japan contract." So yeah, he's for sure. Yeah, he's coming. And he did that on the air. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, a lad's coming, um, and he's on it. Like Osprey's honestly, he is—he's wrestler of the year, probably. I mean, yeah, he beat Kenny, Okada, and Jericho in the span of a month and a half. Like you can't really—he's wrestler all, of the year. And all three of those matches were fantastic. So it's like you can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's been in some really cool crossover stuff, really cool moments, attacking Kenny and attacking Jericho. Well, I don't know if we were. The G1's over now, but Naito won. But his match, Naito and Will Ospreay's match from towards the end of the G1, I think it was the B-Block final, was probably Naito's best match in like four years. It was amazing. Uh, Will Ospreay's bringing it out of these older guys. So. Yeah, he's, a, he's like, get over here, old-timer. We're going to yeah. do this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He's, uh, the shit was good. The shit was great. Um, it's time for the main event. So we had, uh, we had one more match, the oh, trios damn. titles match. Oh, that, we thought that was just short. The the ass boys in or um, uh, acclaimed in daddy ass one. Yeah, not much to it. There there was some famousers. Mm-hmm. There was yeah. some famousers. Triple it took famousers. like four famousers and uh, two of the acclaimed finishers to put Brody away, which I like. It keeps and Brody they all strong at once. Yeah, they all yeah. had to lay on him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but. that's how that match ended. Which is, mm-hmm. it was a much better match than the first time they faced each other, also at a pay-per-view. Um, yeah. And that match was very underwhelming. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, it was House of Black's worst match in, like, months at that time. Yeah. And they had been going banger, 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 mm-hmm. and then had that match on the pay-per-view. It's like, ooh, maybe don't do it with Billy Gunn. Um, but yeah. Billy, Billy came to play this time. It was good. Um, it was badass Billy Gunn this time. Came out of retirement. I wish he was retired. I wish somehow they could have got his. Yeah, he even mentioned that on Dynamite. But uh, I wish um, they somehow could have convinced WWE to let him use his WWF Ass Man song. But I get it. But that would have been so awesome. Yeah. So now it's time for the main event. But yeah. So now it's main event time. Yes. Yeah. So we this was melodrama MJF. and wrestling to the max. MJF versus Adam Cole. It was amazing. Um, they both pulled out the tank tops, their shirts from underneath mm-hmm. the ring to wear them. Um, MJF couldn't help himself near the beginning of the match. He poked uh, Adam Cole. In the that eyes. was hilarious. That pissed Adam Cole off. He took the took the shirt off. He starts fucking going for real at uh, at MJF. Yeah. And they had a banger, and he was targeting MJF's neck because I guess MJF got dropped on his neck in the tag match, so he was already favoring it. So yeah, Adam Cole was like, "I'm gonna hit you with everything." He mm-hmm. fucking hit MJF with something on the stairs. The brainbuster on the stairs was one of the gnarliest but things I've ever I seen. I don't know if he missed. 
Like if he was supposed to get the flat top of the stairs, but he missed and his fucking neck came down on the edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was gnarly. I, like Super I think gnarly. they fucked that up. I don't mm-hmm. think it was supposed to be his him going neck first on the point of the stairs like that. Like I think that was a fuck I think they were like off. Mm-hmm. Like I think he was supposed to hit like f- five inches to the right and he hit <laughs> and he hit on the fucking stair part portion of it. And he looked mortified. He was like, Oh my god, what did I do? I just paralyzed my best friend and it looked like you paralyzed your best friend. Yeah. Um But he gets back in at the count of nine, which again would not have won Adam Cole the match, but I guess he's so traumatized. He thought his friend was dead. So he mm-hmm. jumps back in. There, Adam Cole's still targeting the head the whole time. We had fucking... I don't know. You've talked about this for a bit. He... Um, there's one spot where they both tried to do a tombstone on the announce desk. MJF couldn't do it. Adam Cole said, all right, I'll do it. He just picked MJF up and tombstoned him. Yeah, man. They did... Double clothesline to each other. Oh and yes, then and they then... both they both got counted down to the pin, and then the crowd started booing. And MJF or Adam Cole said, "Just give me five more minutes." And then MJF said, "No." And everyone's like, "Oh." And he's like, "We're going till we have a winner, because we're at fucking Wembley." And the crowd starts going nuts. They start going nuts. And but... uh, Bryce Wims took a fucking Panama sunrise in this match. <laughs> he's wearing a neck brace right now. Mm-hmm. In cave, which, which is awesome. the the timing on that between all three of them was perfect because it didn't look like they Adam Cole stopped at all. Like he just landed right on Bryce and did it. Uh, and towards he, the end, you had he did it um, in such a way that protected Bryce so much because obviously mm-hmm. you have to oh, know yeah, how yeah, to yeah. take that move. He protected him so well; it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then towards the end, you have, have uh, Roderick Strong coming out of nowhere, uh, kicked. Uh, MJF right the dick and then uh, uh, he gave Adam Cole the belt told him to hit him with it he couldn't do it there's some point where MJF pulled out the ring to hit Adam Cole with it he couldn't do it so he threw that he threw the ring down they, and then, they went well, to Adam do Cole's the arguing with... spot at one point didn't the the chair just oh my god that was hilarious too <laughs> <laughs> they kept ping ponging it and then Adam Cole dropped and then uh, MJF put it over his head and laid down <laughs> <laughs> really funny really like comedy this then, match is really good yeah and then while bryce was still recovering from taking the panama sunrise mjf got hit with a panama sunrise and a boom but bryce was pretty much dead and could only get a two count out of it and then uh that's when roderick comes out tries to get him to hit him with the belt he won't do it while adam cole's arguing with roderick mjf rolls him up one two three then the melodrama happens. I love this part. Adam, Adam Cole's upset. If Jeff's like, hey, I'm just the better man right now. It could have been the other way. And uh, he goes, wait, I got something. He goes, gets their newly won Ring of Honor tag toss, hands one to Adam Cole. Adam Cole's upset, throws it down. If Jeff says, oh, I see what this is about. It was never about our friendship. It was just about the title. Here. He gives him the title. He turns around to whack him. But then Adam Cole gets up and they hug. Confetti shoots out. I'm crying. Everyone's crying. It's beautiful. It was beautiful, and it mirrored their first match. Or no, not their first match, but the, mm-hmm. the moment they had their tag earlier, match. Yeah. where uh, Adam Cole was just like, 
fine hit me with the belt and he and he turns back to him and then he puts the belt down and they hug they mirrored it exactly the same and this is good this mm-hmm. is the elites stuff this is what they do mm-hmm. adam cole's part of the elite he's not part of the mm-hmm. faction but he's part of this crew this is what they do oh, yeah. and this is why i love AEW. this is why i love AEW. this stuff mm-hmm. this is what they're yeah. doing in new it japan was... this is what they were doing this is what they brought here it's different from everywhere else yeah yeah if you love like drama and storytelling in your wrestling matches that that match is definitely the match for you because it's all story but it was awesome i loved it okay i so, thought one of them was going to turn on the other one but i'm glad they yeah. didn't because no, i'm glad that still they, a lot more they could tell tony was like hey we got something going here crowd loves mm-hmm. it let's let's oh yeah let's keep going for a bit and yeah now we've got a feud with adam cole and mjf versus the kingdom which yeah. is cool which was on dynamite which is the point of this podcast, which we're going to start now yeah. at 54 well, minutes into the podcast. We're definitely not. I mean, Dynamite was. Yeah, I was going to say Dynamite was pretty by the numbers. And like we were talking about a minute ago, not a lot of people were there because of storms and funerals yes. and stuff. So it was good. It was fine. What was the first match? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Was it. Oh, shit. Was it Mox's commander? Yeah, that's the first match I remember. Yeah, <laughs> that's the first match I remember. Let's let's say that I was really tired mm-hmm. for both of these shows. I was really tired. One because it was fucking. Mm-hmm. I was watching it after. I was watching it after I came home for from a convention, of which I had just worked all day and then came home and I'm fucking okay. tired as all hell and I just threw it on and I got all the way to the. All, halfway through the second last match and then I passed out. And then hmm. this show, I literally passed out halfway through the main event. I kept waking up. Every time I woke up there was a new there was another fucking Canadian destroyer. <laughs> um anyways, yeah. So this match was fine. It was a uh, uh Moxley uh kind of dragged Commander into the fight. There's a little bit yeah. of story here because Moxley and his crew uh, beat the holy hell out of uh, out of Phoenix, and the Luchadors are all kind of in like mm-hmm. a a little alliance right now. Because um, yeah. I guess Death Triangle doesn't exist right now, so now it's just a team of Luchadors, which is cool. Um, yeah, so uh, Commander he was throwing yeah, elbows. The, the pox he, was, hurt. he was going for haymakers. Mm-hmm. He was go. He was trying to knock knock moxley's head off he had him reeling a couple times but mox wins because it's mox what are you gonna fucking do he's mm-hmm. he's gonna catch this kid with something at some point which he did and then yeah. he beat him with a was it a fucking pile driver uh was it like a gotch yeah. or something he didn't hit him i think he got him in a gotch and then choked him okay yeah i was gonna say it wasn't correctly. his usual finish yeah so mm-hmm. Cool stuff. It's fine. Good match. Uh, it's like okay, which which fucking guy with a lot of energy can th- can we throw out there with Mox to start the crowd happy? Commander tag, you're in. Yeah, go out there, have have a banger. Yeah, is what happened. And All then right. right after that, they they cut to Wembley 
because this sets up a match for All Out. It was the Young Bucks and FTR talking, apologizing for not shaking hands because they're caught up in the heat of the moment. Then the Bang Bang Gang, come, Bullet Club Gold comes in. Pretty much, they just challenge him. It's going to be Bullet Club Gold versus uh, FTR and the Young they Bucks. Say, this is out, the winners' which would be a lounge. really fun match. This is the winners' lounge. Only mm-hmm. winners yeah. <laughs> allowed in here. Young mm-hmm. Bucks, get out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so good stuff. And FTR is like, no, these are our best friends now, apparently. And uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. we're going to have yeah. a... Gonna have they a shook story. our hand. They're my best friend. The, we're going to have an eight-man. And I'm excited for this eight-man. Mm-hmm. And this eight-man is happening at the pay-per-view? Yeah, it's at All Out. Yeah, so, okay, that's good. it's going to be really good. We know it's going to be really good with these mm-hmm. with these eight guys. But again, these multi-man matches on these pay-per-views, I can tell you right now, everybody would rather they mm-hmm. be tag matches or one-on-one matches. That was my only thing for, for Wembley. It should have been a little more of a spectacle. Yeah. Just a little bit. But, and, but like, had they blown their load no, a little bit at Wembley... And put uh, mm-hmm. Kenny versus Takashita there, which uh, Tony Khan has since said that he had planned that, but then decided to to hold back and put Kenny at All Out. All Out would have nothing. <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, would be would. nothing there. So this is a blessing in disguise, honestly, because mm-hmm. that's going to anchor the show. Um, but yeah, this uh, cool match. I think this will be fun. The Bucks and FDR work really well, and then you got the Bang Bang Gang, which is amazing. The guns are awesome now. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, they are. Specifically, mm-hmm. I really like Colton. I don't know why. I really like yeah. Colton Gunn. I think he's really good for his age and for it's, his experience. It's crazy. He's been putting his hair in the space buns. Yeah, so it, that's space it. buns work. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, guess, I don't know what it is. And then, so next Maybe it's because on... he just looks like his dad with his height. Yeah, he does. He looks a lot like his dad. It's what, pretty at, crazy. At that age. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what so next we next? got Jericho and Sammy kind of bickering at each other. They, they got to do something with Sammy because him being Jericho's dick rider number one is not working for me. No. <laughs> I don't think it's going to last. This is gonna end. I don't think so either. Jericho versus Sammy match. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe could have used that. Maybe could have had them fall apart and just put it on the pay per view. Might have been. That's nice. what I thought they would do, but yeah, yeah. No, they had them bickering, going back and forth, and somehow they decided to patch it up. Oh no, they Jericho said, "You know what? I I got us a tag match. We're gonna face FTR next week for the tag titles." And like. I mean, all right, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I probably would have just fast forwarded this little, this little feud to this pay-per-view, but I guess you can do mm-hmm. something at Arthur Ashe, maybe. Um, yeah, you could. Yeah, this was, this was, this was an okay little back and forth. It was probably the best mm-hmm. that Sammy's been. Because he was kind of... Yeah. He had some good lines against uh, Jericho. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. Shrug. Um, yeah, it was a, it was what it was. And then uh, next, we had Kingston versus Yuta, which I love this match. This oh, match this is match awesome. was great. This match 
This match was a this match was a banger, and you knew it was it would be. Yeah, these we, are two guys. We got to see Eddie Kingston, Tope Japan style. Yeah. <laughs> we got to see Eddie Kingston do a Tope Suicida, which I don't know if I've ever seen him do. But <laughs> yeah, he I yeah he doesn't often do it, but uh, mm-hmm. I think I I've seen him do like a double one with Mox before when they were a tag team. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the no, this is good. The these guys they they know how to bring it in the in the strong style matches. It's good. We had Eddie mm-hmm. dropping uh, Yuta on his head. We had Yuta using his speed. Um, yeah, good shit. I like I like the finish. There's something I don't know what it is. There's something really gratifying about a guy taking the one shot and then just standing there and be like, "Hit me again," and then takes mm-hmm. it again. I don't know. It's very New Japan. I feel like that's it is. Right. I was gonna say it's very fighting spirit. Yeah, yeah it's fighting no, spirit. I love it. Strong they, style. They mm-hmm. bring out the fighting spirit. Um, another thing that people have to watch is, I mean, I think we might have talked about this on the last podcast. Is Eddie Kingston meeting? Um, Kawada. Oh yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah that was it's that was very beautiful. special. <laughs> worth worth mentioning again. Mm-hmm. Go find that Eddie Kingston meeting his hero. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, no, this match was this match is good. I like to see Eddie Kingston keep this belt for a while. I forgot he had it. This is for the new. This was for the uh, New Japan Strong Open. New Japan title. Strong belt. Um, yeah, I want to see him go back Which, to Japan and defend it a bit, but we'll see. I'm sure he will. I what I liked about the match too is at the end after Kingston won, Claudio comes out, doesn't look at Kingston the entire time, mm-hmm. and grabs Yuta and then walks off. No, Which, I, I love if you need a big building. match for All Out, yeah, I'd say put that match on at All Out. Claudio versus Kingston, that's a big enough they match to be They actually are on the card now, but it's uh, it's Claudio and Yuta versus Kingston and someone else. Kingston oh, and Shibata. Uh, uh, Shibata. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I, I, yeah, that's going to be an insane match. <laughs> yeah, that, you see, that's a fucking awesome match, but it's just like, Man, Shibata should have come out at some point. Then mm-hmm. this is what I'm saying: is that we just have the we have the reveals happening, you know, in the graphics. Let's just mm-hmm. you know how when they do like a go home show and they just have these wild brawls happening and they're like, oh, yeah. these guys will be facing each other. Blah, blah, blah. Do something like that. Like I don't know, have them beating down mm-hmm. Kingston and then Shibata comes out to help them and then they're like, here's a yeah. match. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like I didn't even and know so Shibata next... and Kingston knew each other. Yeah, me either. I'd like to see them fight each other too. That'd be a hell of a match. Yeah, scary. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a scary match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so next it was another Wembley segment of MJF and Adam Cole. So we find out that Friday on Rampage there's gonna be a tag team battle royal. Winner faces Adam Cole and MJF for the ROH tag titles. And then starting next week, there's a tournament for the number one contender at MJF's title at Arthur Ashe. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Um, that's looking, all that segment was. I was looking at that graphic. I couldn't see what team. Maybe Best Friends? Because they've been kind of getting a push. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I thought the um, Kingdom would be in the battle royal and then they would win but they're not in the graphics so i don't know oh 
I saw somebody who looked like one of the guys from the kingdom in it, though. It, I, I may have just missed him, but I figured they'd be in it because there's that story. One that yeah, no, no. Be, I... The logical step I would take. Oh, you know what? This is why I got confused. You know the guy that was in the kingdom in Ring of Honor with the dreads? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, got He's in the match, but in his other new faction on mm-hmm. Ring of Honor. Yeah. With, with Stu. That Stu Grayson's in for yeah. some reason? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, he can be from Louisiana. He's French. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he's it's Canadian. Sort, sort but... <laughs> of some weird... It's like some weird, uh, like, redneck cult mm-hmm. sort of situation. Which There's is rednecks cool. in Canada, right? Oh, yeah. There's rednecks in Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some in Montreal, too. And it's... There's some mm-hmm. in Quebec. So the, the next segment was... There's a lot of segments on this. Yes. The next segment was uh, Adam Cole coming out. But then he's interrupted by Roderick in the kingdom, and they all basically just talk about how after he got what he needed, he just kind of left him. He's a piece of shit and stuff. And he's like, this couldn't be more from, farther from the truth, guys. Um, mm-hmm. This did remind me, though, Roderick has some work to be done on the mic. <laughs> he's yeah, a, he's not the best. No, he's not. He's a but great I, worker in the ring, but on the mic, he, he, mm-hmm. almost, he almost needs a mouthpiece. He, he does, but... I mean, he th- he's hanging out with Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett's really good on the mic. Mike Bennett is the talker of those three, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Roderick and... But, uh, what's his name? Matt the other Taven. Guy. Matt Taven kind of sounds like weenies. Yeah. When they talk. I think Roderick is on purpose, though, because Roderick's whole thing is he's hurt, and he keeps getting more and more hurt and upset, which I at first I was like, what are they doing with Roderick? But I love it now. It cracks me up all the time. And whenever he finally snaps, he's going to kill someone. Oh, for sure. And I like it. It's he mm-hmm. his match. People forget his match with Jericho was incredible. Heck yeah, it was that was this year too. That's crazy. <laughs> like uh, I like when people were like uh, I did I did see people that were like oh Chris Jericho's hasn't been good for blah 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 amount of time. Just like man, just two months ago he had that fucking killer street fight with Roderick Strong. So. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Chris Jericho yeah. can bring it sometimes. I just didn't think he could go with a guy who could fly in yeah. <laughs> in Will Ospreay, but he proved me wrong. Um mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this uh interesting. I don't know if the kingdom got thrust into this spot or into this role because people were away. But it's interesting that well, we're getting a little mini feud here. Yeah, I like it because Adam Cole was in the kingdom back in Ring of Honor, so it makes sense why they're there. I think I still think this is leading to Adam Cole turning on MJF and they reform the kingdom with those. I I agree with you. I think that that's like fifty fifty that that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. I think there's a very good chance. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if they want um, because Adam Cole forming his own faction would be very cool. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm curious if they want the other two guys on the kingdom being full-time AEW, or if they want to keep keep the Ring of Honor. I'm curious That's true about too. that. Like, uh, if, I like it, but I'm curious if they want to saddle him with that. Not that they're, he's like, they're going to pull him down, but they kind of are. Because like, he, mm-hmm. he's like main, main event. And they're not even on not even in AEW. They're in Ring of Honor, so mm-hmm. it's like a it's a 
it it's sometimes that's a way to really elevate people. Yeah. Like for when sure. you had all those people that you slotted in with Chris Jericho at the beginning, and he's done it like three mm-hmm. or four different times. He elevates people to a huge degree. And Matt Taven can go, and Mike Bennett can go. And mm-hmm. we know Roddy can go. So I mean it could work. Yeah. Um, yeah. We saw what he did in the where's Kyle O'Reilly? He had neck fusion surgery. He's I know but still a long time. Where where where's he at? <laughs> I know. I want I him want back. I want him back. Mm-hmm. Um But that that's just sort of what I mean. It's like we've seen uh we've seen Adam Cole carry teams mm-hmm. that were a lower stature than him before and carry them to incredible heights. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he, if anyone can do it, it would be him. And then having those guys versus the elite would be cool. Like there's a whole, yeah, there's a lot of fun sure. that, that can be had there. Okay. Next. So next was the women's match, the trios women's match. It's, Which is cool. They got a lot of ladies on TV, but yeah, yeah there's the a lot main of story. This match because <laughs> the main story of this match was um, uh, towards the end, Britt Baker and Sheeta kind of hit each other with something, and then that leads, but Statlander still gets the win. But yeah, Britt and Sheeta are kind of yeah, they're kind of getting at each other. There's a little bit of a feud there. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the Nyla Rose is doing a choke slam now. That's cool. Yeah, I like that. I'm that a fan that of was the highlight slam. of the match for me. Was like, lady, yeah. lady choke slam gets me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. We need more of that. We haven't. Yeah. We don't normally get that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, other than that, fine. <laughs> I, I think this one because Statlander's facing Soho at the pay per view, and I think this is. I bet Soho was supposed to be there, but travel. And stuff, so you know, <laughs> couldn't happen. Yeah, it's oh well. <laughs> yeah, when they announced it, it was like hmm. that's a hell of a match at the pay per view. Why aren't they building that? Yeah, <laughs> but it's, oh, oh well, it is, it is what it is. And also, mm-hmm. she would have known Bray as well because yeah, that's she very true. In, she could have been. She was in WWE um, when mm-hmm. he was in WWE, so she probably knows him quite well, and would probably want to yeah, go for sure. That. Um, yeah, 100%. Moving and on. Then next was the acclaimed and daddy ass come out. Ooh, they this Two things good. of note. They dubbed themselves the house of ass, which made me laugh. I then, love uh, it. Their trio's, <laughs> their trio's name is the house of ass. Yeah. <laughs> Highlight of the show. Yeah, that was really good. And then they got new custom tag belts that are pink with uh, the clasps on the back are scissors, which I love. It's really funny. Um, Billy Gunn was wearing like some 90s ass Florida pink outfit. (laughs) They all had purple Mm -hmm. bow ties on. It's just, it's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. They really embrace the gay of this group. Mm -hmm. And it's nice. I love it. This this group is just unabashedly gay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's fantastic. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love I'll never every, forget. I love every a, second of it. A couple of months ago, when they had uh, what's her name, Harley from yeah. QT, try to hit on him, and the whole crowd's chanting, "He's gay, he's gay." <laughs> it's really good, really, really good. Yeah, um, yeah. no, I, I, 
I like it. It's it's very fun. Like the the bow ties. I was just like, this is <laughs> the gayest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder who they're gonna feud with first. I well, I guess we'll find out soon. But don't care. Let them yeah. let them go for a while, man. They it gives them. It, they almost always have to have a belt on these guys to keep them mm-hmm. front and center. I mean, they're, yeah, they're one of their most popular acts, so I get By it. a long shot, um, which is crazy because mm-hmm. at first people didn't yeah. care. And then people were like, oh, I don't like these guys. They're just edgy guys. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they crossed their habitual line steppers. Like, now they're the mm-hmm. most over thing and then all their naysayers are like well they have to just shut up now yeah they even mentioned it in their promo there that they said last year it was chicago that helped him get wilver because last year at all out was when they faced uh swerve in our glory and the crowd was a million percent behind him during that match so yes i forgot about that mm-hmm. and it was and swerve in our glory was such an over team at the time yeah and yep. it really it was Billy. Billy mm-hmm. really turned it around for them. Yeah, because it was you remember when they all first started teaming with the Ass Boys and they had those cool vignettes and then it looked like the uh the guns and Billy Gunn were gonna turn on the acclaimed and everyone's like, Oh, don't break them up, but then they just kept Billy Gunn with them. Mm-hmm. And I like, it's, it's just been history ever since. It was when uh <laughs> Bowens had that leg injury and mm-hmm. And Daddy Ass is wheeling him around the wheelchair. They, they went to like Vegas or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I remember a vignette of them in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it was a who knew? Billy Gunn mm-hmm. with the acclaimed. Who would ever think that would work? But it was put, like it was literally put Billy just... Gunn in a juvenile, juvenile type group with a like, sexual catchphrase, and yeah, he'll get was, over. <laughs> it was literally just Anthony Bowens stuck. In the wheelchair, yelling, mm-hmm. scissor me daddy ass. One time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it. And then mm-hmm. most over team in the company after that. Yeah. And now they sell so much merch. So yeah. so many scissors in those crowds. Mm-hmm. That's really, it's really funny. Like, I, I see kids walking down the street with, like, fucking scissor me daddy ass shirts. Mm-hmm. Which is funny to say. It's awesome. Um, yeah, and then so now it's time for the main event of Pinta versus Orange Cassidy. This match and was I awesome. Swear to, I swear to God, good match, but I fell asleep. Not because of this match. <laughs> not because of the match. Because I'm old. I have gray in my mm-hmm. beard, and I fell asleep. My head just like went straight back, and I just started. <laughs> I, it, was, it was one of those things where you're watching with one eye, and your head's mm-hmm. bobbing. Like, I was halfway through this match, and my fiance came over with a fucking blanket and put it over top of me. That's how. <laughs> that's how I sleep. I was. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Uh, She's like, well, this match was a lot of fun. No, I'm watching. <laughs> They're still uh, telling the story of Orange Cassidy being just beaten up, but he still keeps winning. Uh, they did a double Canadian destroyer spot, which was nuts. Yeah, they went. They did. One, two, three Canadian destroyers, which is cool. Yes, three watched, Canadian destroyers. That's what it was. Yeah, I watched that. Um, I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what else happened. I was asleep. <laughs> uh, it was just a lot of like their normal shtick of 
like Pinta did the Ser Romero where he pushes your face and then Orange Cassidy did the hands in his pockets and push Pinta and put his hands in his pockets. And a lot That's of that funny. type of stuff. And That's funny. I did. We see actually it. got a earlier in the night, I forgot to mention, we had a Pinta promo in English, which you don't hear too often. <laughs> and then, uh, After this match, I we, we almost kind of wanted them to OC. make, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the winner of this is facing Moxley at All Out, which is cool. I kind of want wish they would have just made it a triple threat, because all three of them would have been a hell of a match. Yes, agreed. But you have a bunch of you have a lot of multi man matches already. You don't need any more, so I get it. Yeah. But OC wins after taking a package pile driver on the apron, and then a package pile driver in the ring, and then Pinta goes to pin him. But OC just kind of shifts his weight and pins Pinta, and he's just laying there dead. <laughs> I saw afterwards. That. After yeah. he was just like it looked like Homer after he fell off the cliff. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then he he kind of wakes up. He cuts a hell of a promo. I think it's I think they said on the commentary it's the first in ring promo ever. Yeah, it was and really good. Basically, yeah, he talks saying, about how. Oh no! Oh, you, do you do it. You do it. You do it. I was gonna say he's he's talking about how Mox is overlooking him and. He better bring his A game. I forget everything he said, but I just I love the ending where he says, "I'm Orange Cassidy, and I don't have a catchphrase." And he threw the microphone down. Yeah, no, and he then, basically uh, said, "Like I don't want to be wrestling every week, but every week they call my name, and I'm that guy. If you call my name, I'm gonna go out there. So I'm gonna keep defending this belt and breaking my body, and I'm gonna keep winning because blah 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 blah. Which to me tells me he's losing to John Moxley. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent." Give that dude a break. Um, and then, uh, yeah, yeah our, our friend Dan Gamble posted in our Facebook group that Orange Cassidy's had <laughs> more title defenses less than a year than Roman Reigns has had in three years. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and he he does technically have like the international, the Intercontinental title, which is supposed mm-hmm. to be the workhorse title. So, yeah, that's true. So that's very true. You're supposed to be wrestling all the time. Um, mm-hmm. But what's funny is when I said that, I thought about that earlier today, and then I was just like, wait, who's the TNT champion? And I couldn't remember, and that wasn't a good thing. But then I remembered it's, uh, it's Christian in quotes. And mm-hmm. then I now I remember it. it's a very good thing, because it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's my it's favorite so thing. I don't want Luchasaurus to ever lose that title, because Christian walking around with it is so funny. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, spectacular, even. Um, we, mm-hmm. but this is this is a fun dynamite. It wasn't the best ever, anything, good. but I had a it good was, time uh, watching it. They uh, they did the best with what they had, and I don't think anyone. Yeah, it's funny because normally there's a fallout from a pay per view, which you really look forward to, but this wasn't really that. Mm-hmm. As a result of that, and I guess because we yeah. have another pay per view, so you can't really do the fallout. As I say, you don't really have time to have a fallout. Next week will be the fallout of both probably yeah um i did kind of like the idea of um of all in setting up matches for all out but i guess punk kind of ruined that yes yeah that's like i said earlier i'm most mad about the punk stuff is because now ricky starks doesn't get to main event the pay-per-view that's such bullshit he really hamstrung this pay-per-view because it would have been a solid looking pay-per-view until yeah. the, I mean, Joe probably wasn't facing Shane Taylor on this. Pay-per-view. Probably not. 
I think mm-hmm. they're just like, fuck, we need a fucking big singles yeah. banger. Because it's, it's for the ROH goes. TV title, so you, you would think that would be at an ROH show. Yeah. <laughs> But they're putting it on a pay-per-view, not even on TV. Mm-hmm. It's like it's weird against a guy who's never, who's not technically signed to AEW. It's mm-hmm. it's strange. But Shane Taylor's awesome, so I'm happy he's getting a spot. Yeah, um, he's awesome. It'd be a good match, but yeah. Um, fucking Hangman has a has a low key banger lined up for Dino for Rampage. Oh my god. I am so excited for that. Brian Keith. Brian Keith's awesome. He's got a, another cowboy gimmick. Like hey yeah, man. It's, it's, it's gonna be the awesome. Bounty Hunter versus the Cowboy. Yeah. I kind of want them to the become hangman. a tag team, but <laughs> they'd be amazing. No. Like <laughs> Yeah, Keith is amazing. He's mm-hmm. really good. Um sign Brian Keith and make him and Hangman a tag team to Outlaws or something. Cool as hell. Anyways, mm-hmm. we've been doing this for eighty-one minutes. Um, I need a glass of water, so I'm gonna call it. This is yeah. it. It's done. See ya. <laughs>